Modern workplace has a little bit of everything in it. You have work from office, work from home, hybrid. On top of that, you have people working out of different geographies. So while workplace policies have been flexible enough to allow for this variety to come together, have they carefully considered the impact of this on two key areas for a company's success? One is productivity of an individual and of a team, and two, collaboration between uh, groups of people. Let's close the loop on this one. So joining me on Close the Loop is Sachi Prashana. She's the CHRO of Waimo. Sachi, welcome to Close the Loop. Thank you so much, Shri. So right off the bat, do you think that we've missed a trick in, you know, we all companies want to be really flexible and allow for uh, people to work the way they want to. Uh, but have they really thought through when they frame policies that what is the impact of this on an, a productivity uh, of, let's say, a team coming together? Because everyone has their own preference of working. The way I would put it is that it's not that productivity and collaboration have only emerged as a challenge now. They've always been the focus area for organizations. Um, I think with the complexity of the modern workplace, as you rightly pointed out, whether it is remote working or multi-generational working or diversity of the workforce or the complexity that has come in because of the huge influx of tech in every mm -hmm. sphere of our work, uh, it, I think it has only gotten accentuated. And I think the solutions that we need to have for productivity and collaboration, we need to really rethink how we are looking at the problem. Yeah. So for example, what I mean by that is that when I look at productivity, much of the work in the sphere of productivity has been first done in manufacturing setups. Right. But most of that is focusing on how part of the work. That if the work is being done, how can it be done better? How can it be done more efficiently? And that's where technology and automation is brought in. Right, uh, But when you look at the modern workplace, which is complex, or even the services industry or knowledge workers, it is not just the how of the work that you have to think about. It is also about the why of the work, why a particular work needs to be done. That requires a lot of judgment. To get that judgment into you know, a, a productivity gain, it means the focus shifts from technology tool or automation to capability of the people or a person who is making decision on the work. It focuses on strategic planning, which is happening inside the organization, mm -hmm. and also the culture and capabilities of people or the manager. There's this uh, thought process that if you build it, they will come. So just create the, the yes. flex flexibility, just share a bunch of tools that mm -hmm. online, offline tools. And I think the assumption is that people will find a way to use these tools and come together. And does it happen automatically like that? No, it is, it is, it is hard. And especially, let's say, if you're talking about global context where people are working through different time zones, diversity of roles, where you're coming from your own role, discipline, standpoint. And if it's a cross-functional role, then it is hard. And I'll give you an example, like when we were in the space of pandemic in my prior organization. And when we were looking at the different types of roles, the response of remote working and high tech automated enablement was much better in let's say a support engineering kind of work right. or where the work is defined where right. the task is defined the SLAs are defined even if the team is working it's a homogeneous team that is working and in those kind of roles we actually shifted to a complete remote work but will that apply for let's say sales Correct. which have to work with a different customer context mm -hmm. with solution architecture yes you know, with different multitude of teams yeah, and yeah. functions. It's a cross-functional element. Exactly. And there, I think, um, tool or automation alone does not uh, help. Mm -hmm. Or let's say, what has been the impact on manager's role, which is driving a cross-functional mm -hmm. remote team, right. right? Now, productivity of the managers uh, has not 
improve that much. That's interesting that you say. Yes. Why, why, why not? And that's because there is a lot of emphasis on the managers now or the leaders now to really make that decision on why a particular work needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Prioritization is very Prioritize. important. And the moment you're dealing with cross-functional team and interdepartmental uh, teams, you have to drive alignment on that why. Because you just can't take that autocratically that I'm prioritizing this mm -hmm. work. You have to drive it through different uh, yes. teams and say this is why the prioritization is happening. So the tools that we have to give to a leader or a manager to drive thinking on the why of the work have to be very different than just saying uh, we have now Slack. It's a great tool, yeah. but it's a communication tool, right? It will not help on the upstream part of the challenge, which is why a particular work should be done. So let's say let's say you are an eight in the office. You're probably an eight to three or eight to four person Correct. because you are you have kids and things like that. But someone else may be uh, an eleven to seven or 11 to eight person and there might be another generation that might like to come in at 12 and stay till mm. one or two right okay. so and you have this playing out with gig and with different cultural contexts so how do the problems play out let's look at that so i think um, see one part is the just logistics of the problem mm. let's say you want to do a company cadence mm. and you want to do a town hall right. right you have to today in today's world you have become sensitive to the fact that which is the time or zone when you'll get the maximum participation right. and i'm coming from a framework that you're not driving things through policy mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. because i firmly believe that everyone is coming to the workplace to give their best but there are moments where you want the whole organization to be there the whole set of teams to be there and if you don't want to drive it through policy there comes a challenge that we are in this new normal. People have made arrangements or work, our employees have made arrangements basis this Correct. hybrid working. Yeah. And uh, how do you uh, be very intentional about it? Correct. So for example, should you do uh, a town hall which is time zone specific? Mm, right. right, split it up into different. Spread it up. Or could there be uh, a method by which each function or department which is having a different defined days of hybrid working. So let's say if your engineering team is coming on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, another team is coming on Wednesday, Thursday, some, some other day, they do their respective things. And then after that, you have a common organizational town hall, which, you know, which is basically at one common time that works with everyone. So the logistics aspects are solvable problems to me, but it requires a thinking and as I said, you have to be very intentional about it. Probably it's not really necessary for everyone to be together, uh, you know, unless it's absolutely necessary. Because earlier it was like, okay, let's do a town hall when everyone can come there. But maybe right. today it's not needed that, you know, you can split it up like you were mentioning and you can just do it at different times in the day, which is again a new way of thinking. It's a new muscle. And I'll go back to that part of saying that uh, when you're talking of productivity gains, which part you're focusing on. Yeah. So it's no longer focusing on how you're focusing on why. Why do I need eight people in the room yeah. or in the meeting? Mm. Which part of the work can be done asynchronously yes. and which of the part requires all of us to be there in one room, right? And uh, it is easier said than done. And I find that people struggle more and more exactly. now uh, as, as compared to earlier. Yes, because you have to start thinking about that aspect because if you have a meeting which is uh, a collaboration meeting, mm which is in a virtual room, even that can cause to a fatigue and not lead to good collaboration. It is more about start becoming very intentional about why are we, you know, bringing people together? What is an effective meeting? How do you run an effective meeting? And uh, facilitation, 
which members need to be there in yeah. a room which don't need to be there and are people empowered to say no to a meeting yeah that's that's and a very important point but do you think that really plays out can can you say no to a meeting today and that's where i was saying that you know it's a very interesting part where it is more about capability culture as well right and these are new muscles that you have to teach like i remember uh, one of my colleagues uh, used to have this uh, and this was during the pandemic time because everyone was just take blocking initially meetings on your calendar right. and uh, he would say is this uh, meeting that you have scheduled for a decision or a brainstorm mm -hmm. what is the purpose and accordingly we'll allocate time because if you're genuinely doing a brainstorm you can't do it in 15 to 30 minutes right. if you're doing a decision then you need to have a little bit of a prep before you come into it so that an effective decision needs to be made. The other thing you were mentioning, I think you touched upon it on, on collaboration front, is this whole notion of uh, offline collaboration. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have mentioned Notion, but you have those tools like Notion and all where you, you build documents, uh, you work on documents collaboratively. You don't need to be in the room Correct. to discuss it. So do Even you, the do writing you, culture, yeah. yeah. Do you think that's picking up more in this uh, modern workplace? I don't know if it is picking up more, but I think uh, if we have to get collaboration and productivity gains, uh, start thinking about how you work, why you work, what are you trying to get out of it, and who will help you get that outcome faster and better. That muscle or that questioning is important. So uh, it is usually said, right, like uh, if you spend a large part of the work or effort on why you're doing something, then rest of the things can follow. So in fact, narrative is just a tool or a mechanism to make you spend that time early yeah. on as a person who is a sponsor of an idea or a process uh, to do that legwork of really like, why is this that I'm writing or proposing should be important for anybody? So once you put that effort of a six page or whatever, then in that case, many times it would happen that you realize that, oh, actually it's not a full-blown narrative, it's just an idea. Right. You go through that process and you realize it's not even required to be right. submitted or talked about. Mm -hmm. But the other aspect which I find really useful and that attracted me to Waimo as well, mm -hmm. is the whole concept of nudge. Yeah. You know, so uh, because nudge is another aspect of it, you nudge or give notifications to people mm -hmm. and which is tools and automations as well. Um, it is telling you which behavior and which action of yours will drive faster return. Taking, for example, if you're writing a narrative, right? And there can be a functionality of nudge in the space that there is so and so who has tackled this idea before. Connect with that individual. Or uh, have you thought about this, right? And today it is, we do it through our network or reaching out to somewhere, right? But I think the more the tools can become intelligent and start enabling us to think about why of the work or design of the work, rather than just the logistics of work, I think there will be far more productivity gain. So do you think that when we frame workplace policies, like for the audience that's watching this, and I'm sure many of them have already changed a lot of these policies over the last 12 to 18 months as we've been coming out of the pandemic, what would your advice be to them? What part of their workplace policy should they relook at? to ensure that some of the things that we discussed here, uh, like creating the right kind of cultural component for people to know, to ask themselves the why questions rather right. than the how questions. So how do, you, how do you suggest that HR managers go about it? See, I think today, like the, uh, the workplace policies are more focused on tying, mm -hmm. on everyone come to office for five days yeah. or hybrid, right. or certain norms around 
inform each other which days you're coming and you know stuff like that but I think there is still we have not graduated to a level to really think about uh, what are the logging hours of people mm -hmm. and correlating it with workplace stress and burnout right, right? so is the multi-zone working mm -hmm. really impacting people mm -hmm. and analyzing that data as an HR team and really right. enabling or seeing the functions mm -hmm. where the collaboration load is very high so if you're a new tenure manager and you're working with new tenure teams, mm -hmm. the initial phase is the forming, norming, storming. Correct. You know, that whole phase will take a little mm -hmm. bit of time and it is stressful, right? So we have to become very intentional of where those choke points or nodes are and really look at enablement support, not just policy, but enablement support for those particular areas. Similarly, if there are, you know, we have to also go into the zone of not just timesheet filling, because many times we say, okay, clock in your hours or yeah, yeah, yeah. do your time Very sheets. mechanistic. Right? Yeah. But enabling people to even think of um, what is productive and what is not productive according to them. Okay. And what are some of the ways they can do that? What so if you are giving uh, a certain, you know, like a spread of time, then uh, each role has an element of what is your administrative task and what is non-administrative task. So encouraging leaders first to define that. And secondly, encouraging employees to be able to freely talk about that, look, this part of activity that we do is according to me non-productive. So you just need to give them that framework where they can use that judgment and then they Exactly. Can and also the third thing I will say, it's not policy, but it is something where HR can play a very important role is in org design. So being alive to which are the roles which require to drive that collaboration energy in the organization is very important. Perfect. Thanks so much, Sachi, for your inputs, and I'm sure that uh, a lot of the HR community that, that's going to tune in will find uh, your insights very useful. Thank you so much, Rini. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you.